Blog Talk Radio. Carol the Coach. Sex, love, and relationships. We talk about it here. Carol the Coach. Well, here we go again. I'm just not sure what's going on. We're going to give this one more shot. Like we said, this is Carol the Coach with Contemporary Relevance on Blog Talk Radio. Sex Help with Carol the Coach. All right. Well, good to see you. I don't know what happened to our intro, but that's okay. You know, sometimes technology just doesn't work. I don't get that, but I accept it. And that's what sexual addiction is all about, accepting what is. You all know how that works. Because so many of our listeners are sex addicts, or they're in love with sex addicts. And so many times you just kind of have to hang with it. You got to know how to you got to know how to go with the flow. Now, tonight I'm going to be interviewing a woman by the name of Colleen Klein. She is a proponent of emotional freedom technique. And this is a technique that I heard about Oh, way before I ever became a CSAT. It had to do with tapping on your meridian points in the body. And the correlation was that that was very similar to acupuncture. And then I went to my first CSAT conference, and they were talking about EFT also. So Connie is an expert. I mean, Colleen is the expert on how to do emotional freedom technique. She focuses on tapping on the meridians of the body to reduce or eliminate psychological or physical symptoms. And that can often trigger sexually addictive behaviors. So Colleen's going to explain to us how does this EFT work and what can we do to um, use it on ourselves, teach it to our clients, and learn more about it. And really, that's what life's all about. I am super excited to be interviewing her. I mean, she she's an LCSW, that's a licensed clinical social worker, and she's a CSAT just like myself. And so what I know to be true is that it's often very important to understand the different alternative techniques that work with sex addiction. You know, oftentimes we have to find techniques that actually make a difference in our life. Colleen uses an eclectic approach with clients to address areas of concern and move the client towards their vision. She can be Reach through Colleen Rose Klein, K-L-E-I-N, at gmail.com. And I'm not kidding you. I was on the listserv, and she was talking about how she had used EFT 
with a client, and I contacted her and I said, I have got to hear more about this, and so do my listeners. Here's the great news about our listening audience. You know, you are the listening audience. I am the host, and I have the opportunity to communicate with about 1,600 CSATs and about 300 APSATs, that's almost 2,000 professionals that are helping sex addicts and partners through their trauma. And so I'm always bringing to you opportunities to learn about new things that you think might work for you. Now, I absolutely know EFT works 100% to decrease anxiety, to reduce symptomatology, and we're going to hear about how does it work with urges and cravings. We're going to find out what is the basic recipe and how does it work in the brain because we all know that sex addiction is a brain disorder. You know, it's not just an issue of bad morals or bad choices or bad judgment. It's about how the brain lights up and what happens to the brain that creates compulsivity and EFT is an amazing methodology that treats brain disorders. So Colleen is going to be helping us with that. Interesting because she has studied under a lot of people, and we're going to hear who she admires and hopefully get some materials to look at, you know, so that you're not just listening to two women talking about what we think that works. You're going to be finding out about research-based information that helps addicts to make a difference. And, you know, I have always said, when I work with my addicts, they get better. When I work with them, I expect them to work a program that works for them. So this might be part of that program. And boy, it doesn't get any better than that. You know, she actually, Colleen worked with a psychologist named Roger Callahan. Well, actually, he was the practitioner who discovered about 35 years ago how EFT works. He seemed to be lacking with success. And he said, you know, I'm going to search ancient Eastern energy work and methodologies that might help my clients. So Callahan developed an entire therapeutic school based on thought field. An engineer, Gary Craig, actually developed EFT. And according to Gary Craig, the cause of all negative emotions is a disruption in the body's energy system. Now, this is why I always say to my listening audience as well as my clients, you get to choose how things affect you. I know for my partners that may be very difficult because they are traumatized by their husband or wife's infidelity and chronic um, chronic betrayals. And at the same time, I want to empower you today, right now, to know that if you immediately say to yourself, 
isn't about me. This is about him or her. This is about the addict not being able to control the compulsivity that has taken over his body and his mind. It affects me. It hurts me. It definitely changes the trajectory of our relationship. But this is not about me. This is about the addict. And when you believe that, when you know that, when you smell that, feel that, taste that, i got to tell you, you will recognize that this isn't about you. It does affect you, but it's not because of you. You didn't cause it. You didn't create it. You, you were the collateral damage that experienced it. And you can say to yourself, okay, I'm hurt, I'm angry, I'm sad, I'm lonely, I'm pissed, I'm fearful, I'm confused. And at the same time, say to yourself, and of course I'd be feeling these feelings. This is a horrible experience. But again, what I know to be true is that sex addiction affects me, but it's not about me. It's about the addict, and the addict has to figure out how to get clean, how to get sober, how to work recovery tools that work. Because you've heard me say it, when you work it, it works. And so in some ways, they have a specialized formula that if they work it, it works. Patrick Carnes guarantees that. ITAP. International Institute for Trauma uh, Addiction Professionals promise that. APSATS promises that. But here's the deal. You probably have not gotten to work with somebody who's going to give you the roadmap to make things a little bit better, a little bit more manageable. And that's what our show does. We give you information that will help you to figure out What do you do next? You know, I um, I see addicts, I see partners, I see family members. I do groups, I do presentations, I train clinicians and coaches, and I so believe in this process of repair attempts. I so believe that you can get through this and make it to the other side. Now, what do do I know about addiction? I know that not everybody's going to make it. If they don't work the program, it doesn't work. Or if brain doesn't allow them to stay energized about the work they're doing, You know, I worked with a man today, and I thought, he is dopamine deficient, and I'm not sure the tools are going to be enough for him. I might have to refer him to Dr. Amon's clinic where he can get supplements, oxygen, nutrients that help to recalibrate the brain. Because as Patrick Carnes said, sex addiction is a brain disorder. It's not just about determination, discipline, and willingness. It's also about your brain. 
And I have to admit, there are a few people that they want it. And they begin to do the right things and their brain hijacks them. That's very far and few between. It really is. The majority of the people I work with, if they work it, it works. But on occasion, I do run into those periodic people that, boy, they're fighting their own chemistry. Not just their trauma. They can overcome their trauma, but their brain chemistry. And so it takes an experienced clinician to help them know how to deal with that. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to help them deal with that. And I can't speak highly enough for the training that I've received at both of my organizations because very clearly we learn how to work with the addict so that they utilize all their tools to make it work. Sometimes that takes individual training with a CSAT, group training with a CSAT, partner training with an APSAT. Sometimes that takes an intensive, a workshop, inpatient, residential. And I know it costs a lot of money at times to get out of this. And yet you're worth it. Whatever it costs, you probably have already spent it on this illness. So it's time to spend it in a healthy way. I am so happy to be with you tonight. I am Carol Jurgensen Sheets, a.k.a. Carol the Coach. Go to my YouTube um, channel. I have three. One is Sex Health with Carol the Coach. One is Carol Sheets, which gives you basic instructional um, YouTubes on how to make your life better, how to live your legacy, how to have positive thinking, how to use affirmations, all those basic skills that anybody can use. And then my third YouTube is through appsapps.com. I probably have the majority of videos on my Sex Health with Carol the Coach YouTube channel, so I want you to go ahead and look at that. And again, it's the other one is Carol Sheets, S-H-E-E-T-S. You know me as Carol the Coach, but for whatever reason, I listed that as Carol Sheets. Between the two, I have over 200 videos to help take your life to the next level. And that is what it's all about. It's taking your life to the next level. You can do it. And tonight, we're going to be talking to you about how. Because, again, I have Colleen Klein in LCSW CSAT, who's in private practice in both Tampa and Palm Harbor, Florida. She specializes in EFT and cognitive behavioral therapy, which I really believe I just did my last YouTube on CBT. She does trauma-focused therapy, positive affirmation, and she knows the roadmap that it takes for somebody with sex addiction to get healthy. And that's why I invited her on the show tonight. So, Colleen, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I am wonderful. And, I, you know, I just remember being so energized by your, um, your email to our group, our listserv, as he said, when you were talking about EFT, and I thought, 
You know, I have been doing the show for over five years, and I have never talked about emotional freedom technique, and yet Nick Ordner, um, who I follow, who has just finished the summit for EFT, um, is somebody that I so admire. So to hear that you specialize in this for sex addicts, I, I said to myself, we got to have you on the show. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so, so how and when were you introduced to EFT? Um, approximately 10 years ago, I was at a conference in Manhattan, and a psychiatrist um, said that he was very interested in trying to prove that EAT, EFT emotional freedom technique was a ruse. It wasn't real. It was fake. Um, He was going to prove it was ineffective. Well, he discovered it was very effective with his clients, patients that had mild to moderate anxiety and depression. So that was my introduction to EFT. And then from there, you know, I studied it with... um, um, those who, a lot of uh, experts who had studied it with uh, Gary Gregg, which I'll tell you about in a, a little while. Okay. So then, obviously, that's how you got exposed to EFT. Tell, tell our listening audience, what is EFT, the Emotional Freedom okay. Technique or Tapping? Right, right. And it's actually real simple. It's acupuncture without the needles. It's meridian points or your energy hotspots on your body. Um, So you tap on on your meridians on certain parts of the body, and it frees you from negative emotions. Um, It's often referred to as psychological acupressure. It's, it's an EFT is a healing process. Uh, it was borrowed from the Chinese meridian system. Came from Eastern medicine, and that's right. You talked about meridians, but tell tell our listening audience what are meridians. There's certain points of your body that have energy, so it's like when you do acupuncture, the needles. They're putting them in various aspects of your body. So these are the the parts of your body that have a lot of energy, um, a lot of positive energy. And when you apply pressure or you tap on them, what happens next? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into that in a minute, but I, I first would like to talk to talk about how EFT was discovered, just real quickly. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so in the late 1970s, um, a psychologist named Roger uh, Callahan, he he was lacking success with his clients um, that had fears and anxiety and phobias and other psychological problems. Um, So he searched for a method, um, and he found the ancient this ancient Eastern energy adjustment, which could be applied to psychological problems, and it speeds up the client's recovery. Um, so, you know, when talk therapy doesn't work or it doesn't, it's just so slow, he wanted to find something that would quicken the pace of healing and recovery with our clients. 
So Callahan actually developed an entire therapeutic school based on thought field therapy. And one of his students, Gary Gregg, uh, evolved and simplified the technique to develop this EAT and the basic remedy. Um, And Gary Gregg was actually an engineer. He was not a mental health practitioner, doctor, but he was so interested. He had such a passion to find out uh, also a faster means to treat people with psychological disorders and physical pain. And he called it like the universal healing aid. So according to Gary Gregg, the causes of all negative emotions are a disruption in the body's energy system and tapping into these meridian points, these acupressure points, um, are healing. They heal anxiety, depression. Go ahead. And if there is less anxiety and depression, that will also lower urges and cravings that sex addicts may have, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You know, our listening audience is primarily sex addicts and partners, and we know that partners have a lot of partner betrayal and they have a lot of anxiety and post-traumatic stress. And then, of course, addicts deal with trauma reenactment. They have their own trauma and they have anxiety about their own addiction. So you have used this work with them. Now that's correct. I want to ask I want to ask you, what is the basic recipe for EFT? Before we get into the specialized addict and partner stuff, what's the basic recipe? Okay. So I'm gonna give you the basic recipe are there certain tapping points. Um, So the first one is the eyebrow. You know, you tap on your eyebrow, sort of near, but towards like the nose part. And you just use Mm -hmm. a couple of your fingers to just tap on the eyebrow. And then you go down and you tap on the side of the eye. And then you go under the eye and just tap there. Then you go under the nose. But it's not right under the nose. It's like midway between the bottom of the nose and the top of the lip. And then you go to the chin, but it's it's where the our chin the indentation is on our chin. You just tap. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the collarbone. So you tap on both collarbones. And then the last one I'm going to talk about is under the arm. So it's located, um, like if you stretch out your arm straight, it's about four inches below the armpit, about mid bra line on a woman. So the men could imagine that too. Okay. And you would tap. So that's the basic recipe. There are other um, tapping um, techniques, but for this purpose, you know, I'm just going to go into these, what they call the basic ones, because according to the research, just doing these basic, the basic recipe has proven to be so 
helpful in alleviating anxiety, reducing depression, increasing self-esteem. Um, just, just, it has been amazing how EAP has worked. Okay, so Colleen, can you repeat what you just said? But let's ask our listening audience because they're both addicts, partners, and we do have clinicians and coaches that listen. Let's have them go through exactly what you said so that they're actually touching below their brow and their nose and their chin. Well, go through the that beginning one more of the, Okay, let's tap the beginning of the eyebrow. Mm-hmm. And I would do it with both. Do it both like the... the the three middle fingers on both sides. Okay. okay. Tap. Then go to the side of the eye. Right there in the middle. And I would do it under the eye. I like doing it near the the bone. Okay. And then... Under the nose, between the bottom of the nose and the top of the lip. And and can they do that sideways, like they're making a mustache, or should they go absolutely vertical? Well, they really could do it on the side too. It won't, you know, this won't hurt. But I would try to keep. I always try to keep it to the, like, midway between the bottom of the lower, you know, in the indentation area. I try to keep it there because that's the meridian point. That's where the energy is. Got that's it. where you want to okay. balance. Okay. Okay. And then the collarbone is pretty easy, too. Just tap on the collarbone. And you okay. go and through also the this circuit, right? Yes. I mean, you don't really have to stick to each one. You know, you can you can switch around because um, you know a lot of my clients find their favorite ones. But to the beginning, when you're learning it and you're teaching others it, I, I would go through the recipe one after the other. Got it. Okay. And then are there other meridian points to to tap on, or do you start the circuit again? I would start it over again. I would start it over again. There are a few, and probably my favorite one is the karate chop. Um, Let's see if I can explain it. Well, it's just like you're doing a karate chop. Or you can... Let's say I'm going to take, I'm a righty, so I'm going to take my three middle fingers on my right hand, and then if you, here's my pinky, and I'm going to go right in the middle of my hand, and you could tap, you could take all four fingers and tap on that. And the reason why that's such a great way of tapping is because you, it's, it's so user-friendly. You can actually do this anywhere. You know, I've done it at my desk. I've done it in the car, like when there's traffic and I want to alleviate some anxiety and tension. You know, I just tap on mm-hmm. it and it just alleviates so much stress. 
And then I'll do the same on the other side. That's a great idea. So it doesn't have to be some big, huge stress. You can actually practice this when you're late for an appointment or you're sitting in traffic or, you know, you're waiting on a phone call and you can actually self-soothe using this technique. That's right. It is really great. You know, put on a little music and do your tapping and, um, and, 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 and I'm going to also talk about positive affirmations that are going to go along with the EFT tapping. So you could do both of them. And you could do it while you're stuck in traffic at a light. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're an addict, you know, you and I are both CSATs, and we know the kind of stress that an addict deals with. What kinds of issues might an addict use EFT for? Um, well, that would be a, that would, that's, it would be like to reduce, it depends on what the triggers are. So would you like me to like give you a case study? Yes, I would love that. Okay. Before I give you the case study though, I do need to talk about the positive affirmations because that's what promotes the tech, the tapping technique. Um, it enhances the efficacy of whatever the goal is, you know, to stop uh, the sex addiction or to, you know, the masturbation and porn. Um, so one of the affir- affirmations is that you would say to yourself, even though I have this fear or I have this anxiety, or I have this sex addiction, I deeply and truly accept myself. And then you can say, even though I have this fear, I deeply and truly love myself. So it's a lot of positive affirmations with the EFT. They go hand in hand. So I had a client that I did both with. So do do you want to hear how it works? I would love to. Okay. So I had a, I had a client um, who was seeing me for like one and a half hours a week. Um, he had, he was masturbating to adult porn, got caught by his wife and they were, came in to see me because of marital counseling. Um, and it turns out that he had sexual issues. I, suspected a sex addiction. So, you know, I gave him the SDI. Um, I was a CSET mod too. So I had, you know, we did a lot of Patrick Kahn's work, facing the shadows, the tasks, all that. And he went to SA meetings um, and he was really working his program and he was maintaining sobriety. He had no other addictions. So, but he, he, he still was relapsing. He still was every now and then masturbating and every now and then sort of cheating and, and, and watching porn. So he wasn't interested. He had a high anxiety, and he really was not interested in going for medication. So, But he was very receptive to EFT. So I taught him 
the two tech, you know, the EFT tapping and the positive affirmations. So what we would do is um, he had, his mom died when he was five years old and he wasn't told it until he was about to go to her funeral. So he saw her dead. He didn't see her for a few days and then he saw her dead. So you could imagine how traumatizing this is for a five-year-old. Absolutely. So I, ha- yeah. So I, I first we started out first of all with like the um, the that trauma and about his you know not knowing that his mother died until three days later and the anger he had. So what I would do is I would say to him. Okay, John, so from 1 to 10, and 10 being the most intense, what's your, we would say, what's your anxiety? I would start with the anxiety since his anxiety was so high. He would say, right now it's a 9. So we would keep tapping, and I'd have him go through the whole tapping sequence several times. It could even be 8. Then we would add, when he got comfortable, we would add on the positive affirmations. And he would tap it all the way down, and he would keep going until we got him down to, like, with anxiety, like, two. And then he would also talk to us about, you know, I had a, like, I mean, we talked about him feeling abandoned by his mom. And I would say to him, from one to, from zero to ten, what's it feel like? to be abandoned, you know, the feelings of being abandoned. And he would say eight, and we would tap down to about five, and then we'd add the positive affirmations. And I I kept doing it until it was reduced to at least one or two. Well, it seemed as if some of the triggers, the anxiety, the depressions, the abandonment, the PTSD, we would all tap that down. And do a lot of positive affirmations. And the thing about EFT is with the positive affirmations, many, many of my clients can't even say they love themselves or they accept themselves. So we would do something, we would, I would tweak it and say, you're going to attempt to love yourself or you'll love yourself a little until we could find something that he was comfortable with. And he eventually, um, actually, he was sober uh, for periods of like six months and maybe had a slip or a little relapse in between. And so we were trying to figure out um, what was going on. And he, he just ended up m- masturbating, uh, very little porn. It was just masturbating in the morning, in the shower, about three or four times. Um, before he went to work, it was like a ritual. So, and he said he felt a lot of shame and guilt, which triggered off the masturbation, which increased the shame and the guilt. So, what we did was we he he before he went into the shower every morning for ten minutes, he'd get up earlier and he would do the tapping for ten minutes before he took a shower. And sometimes, you know, and he would say like. He would do all those tapping techniques, and sometimes he said it was just easy to do, like um, another tapping technique is just on the head. 
So he would just tap right in the middle of his head. He would do the positive affirmations like, even though I feel shame about my sex addiction, I love and accept myself. Even though I feel guilty about my sex addiction, I love and accept myself. And we did a lot of that. And eventually, he has periods now. I mean, this was eight years ago. He has periods of two-year sobriety, might have a little slip here and there, but he no longer watches porn or masturbates on a regular basis. I mean, he's really come so far. And he does continue with his essay meetings and, you know, um, I, I relocated, so I had to link him to another therapist, another CSAT in New York, which I did. Oh, yes. And so it any it's, it's, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, we know that when the mind and the body work in unison, you're going to have right. more success. So here is somebody who is saying things like, even though I have this compulsion, I deeply love and admire myself, or whatever the affirmation is. And that's right, also that's exactly. With, yeah, and so that's a form of self-soothing as well as so is the tapping. And so you combine mm-hmm. those two, and we don't give our body and our mind enough credit to know how they can help the compulsion. And so you figured that out with him, and... How exciting that it was actually that simple. Yes, it, it took, I mean, it took, a, a, uh, <clears throat> you know, a, a year or two for him to really, really learn and feel comfortable, um, totally comfortable with saying I truly and lovely and, I, and accept myself and I love myself and built so much self-esteem and self-assurance, and um, as he put it, he says, I rewired my brain. So he got, so, and, and not only that, but part of tapping, when I do the tapping with the clients, so I get the benefits, and Gary Gregg calls it borrowing benefits. So I'm borrowing the benefits. So while I'm tapping with my client, you know, and I'm, I'm saying it all, and I get rewired, and I feel calmer, and less anxious, and my mood improves also. So we both the practitioner and the client benefit. Yeah, this is amazing stuff. And so now let me ask you, um, obviously EFT works beautifully on the brain, and you just explained how that works in conjunction with positive affirmations. Will you share some more positive affirmations so that our listening audience can write them down and get a feel for what they need to say to themselves? Well, you can, uh, we, we do a lot of beginning with even though. So you could even say, even though I have low self-esteem or I don't think enough of myself, I truly understand myself, 
I truly accept it. Um, I truly, whatever, whatever it is you're feeling, actually. And so when you say that, I get that it really depends on what the issue might be. Or, you know, I am a mental health therapist and a life coach, and one of the things that I know is that people walk around, not just sex addicts, not just partners, not just people in the mental health um, as a mental health client, but all people oftentimes don't feel good enough or they fight negativity and their negative thoughts. And this is really a way to change negative thoughts. And you're an expert in CBT, are you not? I, I do do a lot of CBT, yes. And, and Gary Gray does also a lot of reframing, a lot of CBT, yes. And and it's a lot of it is you can take anything. You could say, even though I don't feel good today, I am going to make the best of today. Just the same things that you would say with your clients. You know, whenever we, we were practitioners and we say to our clients, you know, we do some reframing, you know, they, they're mm-hmm. saying it negative. We say, how could we say this more positive you know, so if they feel like you know, a failure because – go ahead. Well, I was just going to say it's so interesting you say that because, again, another coaching principle that I have is that if you really want to be happy and you can combine these three life skills, you will increase your happiness. And the first one is you stay in the moment. And you don't fret about the past and you don't worry about the future. You just stay in the moment. The second one is to have the attitude of gratitude, but that doesn't just mean that you are grateful for what's in your life. You actually have to look at your life and say, what is working? And then the third one is reframing. And I don't know what your definition of reframing is, but mine is that you either say to yourself, what do I have to learn from this obstacle or this situation, and how can I grow stronger? And when you use reframing in that way, you take yourself out of that victim role and you empower yourself. Now, share with our listening audience what you mean by reframing. Basically, just what you said, plus um, when you say, you know, a a lot of times somebody will say, um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm not getting a job. You know, I, I'm a failure. I'm not getting a job. And I'll say, well, let's reframe it. Let's say it a little different. And well, it's it, it's sort of like almost like a CBT thing. I'm looking for a job. I might be having a difficulty getting a job, and but I eventually will get a job. Or what do I need to do to get this job? Do I have to go back to school? Um, do I have to... Um, do I have to find more places to search for a job? Maybe I need to connect with somebody who's a headhunter. But more positive stuff, like how can you do it? Not what I can't do, but what can you do? That is excellent. And, and again, that empowers the client, does it not? It does. It does because it gives you the ability to make your own, you know, um, right, it, it makes you, this is your path. This is your vision. 
and you are going to make your vision occur. Mm-mm-mm. And I you know, so agree. Right. And we get a lot of clients. You know, as clinicians, we get so many clients that are so self-deprecating and they're very critical. So a lot of times we really do a lot of reframing. How could we say that differently? You know, like if you failed the test, how, how often do clients say, what a dummy I am? I failed the test. Okay, well, what about, what do you think you need to do different so you can pass it the next time? Well, maybe I need a study group. Um, maybe I need to um, take a course. Um, there's so many things you can do to improve yourself. And, you know, I think we all fall into that negative thinking, but then you have to do your deep breathing and say, okay, I'm feeling sorry for myself today. Tomorrow will be another day. I I have to get out of this slump and I have to start thinking positive. And that's what we do all the time with our clients, how to tap into their strengths. No kidding. And, And truly it's teaching them how to do that. And so oftentimes, as a therapist, as a CSAT, we help them unlock the possibility of saying things to themselves differently. And you and I both know, I, I also run CBT groups, we both know that if you change the way you think about things, the things around right. you change, and that your, your feelings can change your thoughts, and your thoughts can change your feelings. That's right. That's right. So now I'm going to I mean, ask we, you. Okay, okay. Oh, go ahead. No, even, you know, one of the things I've done even with clients uh, and, and could be a lot of my sex addicts is when they, they don't smile. And I'll say, even if you don't feel like smiling, smile. Because we know that when we, when we actually do smile, it somehow affects the brain and it makes us happier. And all my clients say that when they continuously smile, eventually they do feel happier. So there's that body-mind connection again. Well, and you know, it's interesting you said that because clearly the other thing we know is when drug addicts or alcoholics were just getting sober, they would say to themselves, I can't do it. I can't get a job. I can't right. stay sober. I can't be with my family. And that, that adage about fake it till you make it or act as if went into play. And sponsors would tell the addict, you know what? Just take one foot and move it in front of the next and act as if you can, even if you don't believe you can. And if you practice that long enough, you will find that, yes, you can do it because you are doing it. And that's what we're talking about here, is it not? Yes, exactly. You are, you know, tapping to, um, you know, really send some healthy signals, you know, to, to get rid of its an emotional freedom technique. You're getting rid of the negative emotions. Yeah, and that is what EFT is all about. I mean, it's truly about tapping away your emotions. Now, have you ever heard of Nick Ortner? You know, I have. I have. 
Yes, he's got The Tapping Solution is one of his books, and he is a Hay House author, and he makes it very, very simple. But tell our listening audience, what are some of the resources that you would recommend? Okay. You can, you know, on Amazon.com, you can, you can purchase the EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, and Gary also has um, EFT for PTSD, the healing power of EFT, the energy, EFT for back pain too, and EFT is used for pain. So you can just get his books on, you know, Amazon.com. But another thing you could do is I, you could get a, and I, I recommend this to my clients, they download, you can actually download um, a free copy of the manual. At, oh my gosh! Yeah, a free copy. Yes, so that's what I recommend for my clients. So, would you like me to give you the uh, the site where you can download? I sure would. Okay, it's the www.spiritual-web.com backwards slash downloads with an S slash EFT manual and there you got it okay give us that one more time okay uh, you got the www dot spiritual mm-hmm. uh, dash dot. web web mm-hmm. dot com okay Backward slash downloads with an S. Okay. Backward slash EFT manual. Uh huh. And another site and is then, Gary. Oh, go ahead. And so then it just ends with manual. There's no dot com. There's no dot uh, dot dot PDF. Okay, dot PDF. Okay, and if any and of I, our listening I, audience needs needs me to um, send that to them, I'll be happy to do that because I just wrote that down. We always are looking for free resources, so that download sounds fabulous. Right. It, it is, and I'm going to give you a few other. Um, you can also go to Gary Gregg, so that's G-A-R-Y-G-R-A-I-G. Okay. At E-M-O-F-R-E-E dot com. All right. Okay. Well, and there's have, also... You have just, yeah, what else is there? Okay, there's also um, EFT Tapping Training Institute dot org, and I'll say that again. EFT training institute dot org. Okay, I got that one down too. So you can get yeah, a lot of free free information um, and join his like website and get a lot of just a wealth of information. Excellent. Now, what would you recommend for CBT? You know, I tend to use the um, 
Mood Over Mind, or Mind Over Mood, that's what it is, Christine Tedeschi's book, what would you recommend? Well, I I have to use a book. Let me see if... Um, Because that's, that's one of the books that I use, too. And um, I also have a book on cognitive behavioral approaches to treating PS, PTSD. Um, and it's just given out by Cross County Education. And I ha- it's like a lot of exercises, a lot of information that I actually use with my clients. I don't have any one particular book. Um, I just get a lot of information online and um, because I like using it for PTSD and a lot of other trauma-related disorders. Got it. Well, I've got to tell you, Colleen, you have been so helpful and empowering to our listening audience. As we end for today... What would you advise partners of sex addicts who deal with so much post-traumatic stress just from finding out uh, what what they have been through with their with their addicts? You know, they get the the, the discovery occurs and they can't believe that they've been living a lie and they're traumatized and they don't know what to believe after this. What would you tell them to do? I would tell them to use the EFT. Also, you know, it's it's great for partners. Um, this client I'm talking about, he, his wife, although his wife went to um, a different therapist, I also told her about the EFT. So the therapist, um, you know, she just looked up the information online and she used the EFT with the partners. And it really made their moods a lot um, it improved their moods. Um, they weren't so reactive. Um, you, you know, instead of like, you know how partners, like they get so, um, and rightfully so, they start to look through their phone, everyone's phone, their computer. Um, they want to know who did you call. They get very, um, very anxious. Uh, well, will this person, will my husband do it again? Um, we find that they also, it really reduces because um, it's almost like a mindfulness thing where it also reduces their um, anxiety, their tr- it improves their trust level, it improves their mood. So I would definitely say go online and see what you could find on, because uh, he has a, a wealth of information online and a myriad of books um, for all sorts of um, disorders. So I, I would recommend the EFT also. All right. Well, that is wonderful because i got to tell you, our listening audience is always looking for more resources. I swear they are the most educated group of people I have ever worked with. So now you have 30 seconds. Anything else that you would share with them? Just my, I've used EFT with myself, and um, I remember one time – I was stuck in traffic, but I was coming from my EFT uh, training. I had a whole weekend, a whole weekend training, and here I am. Um, I'm trying to get back home, and I'm stuck on this highway, 
And normally if I'm stuck, I would just stay there and wait. And I'm like, if I wait, I could, there was an accident. There was um, just two accidents on this highway. I remembered I started to do the karate chop because that's so easy to do while you're stuck in traffic. And as soon as we moved a little bit, I got off the exit and I went someplace that was unknown. And I was always so anxious about trying something different. I would never do it. But with the tapping and doing my, even though you're very anxious, you know, it's like you will get through this, Colleen. You love yourself. Don't get upset. You know, I really reduce the anxiety. And the next thing I know is I got home in about, a fraction of the time. So it works. You try it on yourself. That's the first thing I would tell you is try it yourself and see how it works. Well, and you know, again, being the coach and a mental health therapist, I always say to myself, you and I, Colleen, are totally 100% responsible for our behavior. So if we're stuck in traffic, that we can't control, but we can control how we let it affect how us. How we react. We deal, right. Yes, and if, if we deal with it with more empowerment and with a better sense of I can make this work for me, we're going to do better and we're going to love ourselves more and it's going to speed up the time that we're in the traffic just because we're not so anxious counting every second. That's right. You put on a little bit of music and you make the best of it. You got it. So now I want to tell our listening audience that um, they can reach you at Colleen Rose Klein, and that's K-L-E-I-N at gmail.com, or they can go to phcounseling.com if they want more information about you, about your resources, um, and just about how you practice. I thank you yes. so much for sharing your expertise with us tonight. Thanks, thank you Colin. for having me on. Take care. All right. You take care, and we'll talk to you about CBT sometime in the future, okay? Take care. All right. You too.